Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 48 in the book of Revelation. I'm going to title today, Costing You Eternity. That's the bad way of saying it. The good way of saying it is, ta-da, the Lamb. We're going to ask the question today, who do you worship? And we'll get back to that by starting at, you know, what are you aiming at? You can aim wrong, and then if you aim wrong, you're probably going to hit the wrong target. Now, the stakes are very high for this question, and it's something we don't want to get wrong. You don't want to get worship wrong. Why? Because it will cost you eternity with the one you were made eternal for. Write this down. It will cost you eternity with the one you were made eternal for. So we're going to bounce off of uh, Revelation chapter 13, verse 15, which we did yesterday, and we learned that there were those who would not worship the image of the beast. They would not worship. They still had agency. And uh, we're going to kind of bounce off of that and say, who do you worship uh, today? Everybody worships something. Why is that? Because our hearts were meant are meant for it. And so we're going to ask, whose marks are upon you, literally, as it is in the story, and who's marked by you figuratively uh, today? So who are you connected with intimately, and whose team are you on? So what is worship? Well, worship is, uh, it starts with respect and honor for the achievements. You could you could honor the achievements of, let's say, the best soccer player that you know. So it's more than esteeming them for their activities, though. There's this heart part of it, this heart admiration or yielding, and who does your heart entrust? So it's putting this person or this spiritual entity on the throne of your heart and hands and lips and song and wallet and zipper. It's who do you hand your heart over to? It's giving your heart to another. It's an active thing. It's allowing your heart to be delivered to this person. That's worship, is delivering your heart to that that person. So the caution here is obviously don't worship up the wrong tree. Don't choose the wrong object of worship. If you aim wrong, you're likely going to hit the wrong uh, target and then end up lauding the one that you should loathe. And that's what happens in Revelation chapter 13 is they laud the one that they should loathe. They misworship. They worship a created thing. And uh, that's a created thing that lets you do what you want as long as you yield to him. They get this allegiance of their object of worship wrong. Now, it's not without cost. It's going to cost them eternity with the one that they were made eternal for. And how did this happen? Well, he's a deceiver, and don't forget that. So, yes, he's got these kind of things that you can marvel at, some power and signs. He does something with life and death. He, he definitely has been granted authority, at least for a time. He has been allowed to make these great signs, and he calls down fire from heaven. He's allowed to give breath to some image of the beast. He's allowed to mark people on earth. Um, but the point is, he's not able to win. He's not able to overcome. He's not able to conquer. It's not even on the menu for him. So the, the, the people are end up aligning themselves with a beast, number one, or beast number two, or a dragon, or Satan. And the rug's going to be pulled out from under them because... Anything you admire in that category is going to be temporary and is going to be defeated. The beast hasn't become God. He's just imitated and, you know, kind of put on a show uh, temporarily. Now, for people, 
The tricky part is allegiance is allowed and worship is allowed. And agency in chapters 13 um, is still given to people. So the good news is in chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, you're still allowed to choose. Just like if you're listening to this, you are still allowed to choose. Make a spiritual choice and align with and endure with Jesus. But here, uh, our admirable people in chapter 13 are people that would not worship, and they had to give their life for it. It's a life and death uh, decision. It was kind of like worship or die. So practically today, we, we have agency today, and may the Lord convict us to fully following him. Now, that may include conviction of what we do with our hearts and our eyes and our thoughts and our wallet, and of course, our pesky little zipper, because sexual rebellion often is associated with worshiping the wrong object. And misworshiping is very closely aligned with sexual uh, sin. So this yielding and admiring the beast um, seems right only until you get the glimpse of someone later. So here it is. The next verse in chapter 14, verse 1, Then I looked and behold, ta-da! On Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. So let's entrust ourselves to the one worthy. And so chapter 13 is about the, the wrong guy to yield to. And then we get to chapter 14 and say, oh, well, wait a minute. Oh, I forgot about the Lamb. So may our vision of sin and mis misactivity and fruitlessness and out-of-control passions and being deceived, may it be overwhelmed by this bigger picture of the Lamb. So, Lord, give us a bigger picture than just this one of the temporary marvel of the beast. Give us the big Lamb, the real devotion to the real God. Don't let our hearts be uh, conquered by number two or number three or the fourth best. Let's not be confused by deception and lies. Lord, we want the genuine article. We want the Lamb. So let's look to the Lamb. Let's behold the Lamb. Let's do the ta-da. Let's do the behold. Look here. See this. So to the one who will actually keep and preserve us, to the one who will actually shelter us with his presence, that's from 715, to the one who will be a shepherd to us, to the one who will not cause tears, but will wipe away tears. So yes, there's some temporary impressive characteristics and activities that cause people to marvel, but don't be deceived. We have a God that deserves our worship, so let's aim correctly. Let's look to the Lamb. Ta-da! Let's look to the Lamb. Our stakes are very high. It will cost us eternity with the one that we were made eternal for if we do this wrong. So let's look to the Lamb. Behold, it's the Lamb. Ta-da! The Lamb. Thanks for listening.